You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. The autopsy results for Gabby Petito indicate she was strangled to death. Teton County Coroner Dr. Brent Blue announced in a press conference Tuesday that Petito's body was in the wilderness for three to four weeks before it was discovered near Grand Teton National Park September 19th. The intense media coverage of the young woman's disappearance and death during a cross-country trip with her boyfriend is also drawing criticism from Blue. He says similar cases of domestic violence don't receive enough attention. Unfortunately, uh, this is only one of many deaths uh, around the country of uh, people who are involved in domestic violence. I'm assuming that because the deceased was a blogger that this received more coverage uh, than others. But uh, there are a lot of uh, both men and women who have lost their lives that aren't covered with this kind of media attention. Blue did not connect his findings with the search for Brian Laundrie, a Florida man who had been traveling in a van with Petito. Laundrie has not been seen since September 14th when he left his family's home for a hike in a Florida nature preserve. He is considered a person of interest in this case. Some state lawmakers are drafting legislation to combat Joe Biden's vaccine mandate and are trying to call a special session to work on potential bills. The Democratic coalition of the state legislature, including Representative Mike Yin of Jackson, has already come out against any calls for a special session. It's kind of a general topic because it's not very specific on whether it's for federal mandates, for state mandates, or or as such. And so without that specificity and and the Democratic caucus don't really think it's the type of emergency that requires the legislature to come into session, um, we, we came out pretty fully opposed to it. Yin also says each day the legislature is in session costs Wyoming taxpayers $25,000. Plus, any laws drafted by state lawmakers will likely go against what comes out of the federal government, putting businesses in a bind where they're constantly breaking some sort of law. Yin does think local control on healthcare measures is best for managing COVID-19, but isn't 100% opposed to mandates given how long the pandemic has lasted. I think ultimately my interests lie in, in what's the best for the welfare of the state, and the best for the welfare of the state is getting this pandemic over with as quickly as possible. If it's approved, a special session is proposed to start October 26th. Bills being drafted include a ban on vaccine passports, as well as prohibiting firing someone based on their inoculation status. The phenomenon of so-called pink taxes on products marketed to women has been well documented when it comes to goods like toiletries and clothing. Discriminatory pricing means that women pay more than men for essentially the same products. That includes cars, according to a new study. And the state with the worst vehicle pink tax? Wyoming. Wyoming women actually have the largest yearly difference in what women are paying compared to men. And that was $183 per year on average. Lakshmi Iyengar is the data lead at Jerry, the car app and licensed insurance broker that conducted the new study. Iyengar says her team looked at three data points in their research, the cost of car purchases, repairs, and insurance. And they found that Wyoming's disparities don't affect all women equally. The Gen X, uh, which are women that are ages 39 to 54, we found that they are paying almost $4,000 more over their lifetime of car ownership. The study doesn't definitively answer the question of why this is happening, but Iyengar says one possible explanation is that women often have lower credit scores than men because of the gender wage gap. 
She also encourages women to do their own research on how much cars and repairs should cost before agreeing to a price, and to shop around when it comes to insurance. This has been the weekly news roundup from the KHL News Team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.